Welcome to the Trailbreaker Podcast. I'm Aaron Feinberg. In this podcast, I explore what it takes to be a trailbreaker through intimate conversations with people carving new paths across the landscape of business, art, and sport, we dig in on how to excel across seemingly disparate endeavors. What drives people who manage to succeed multidimensionally? Is it how they think? Is it meticulous planning and follow through? Or is it some measure of delusional optimism? My guest today is Summer Fenton, a professional snowboarder, disaster relief government worker, and social media influencer. We talked about her goal to make it to the next Winter Olympics, why her family is the most important thing, and how she never allows herself to be boxed in. Good afternoon, Summer. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? I'm doing great. And thank you so much for joining the show today. And, uh, you know, you and I go back a long time to your hometown of San Francisco when I lived across the street from you and your family in the outer sunset. Yep. You'd probably see us just running all around the block from surfing to skateboarding and just maybe causing causing some trouble in the neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, not so much trouble, but I do remember three little grommets on a mini skate ramp outside my window and then you guys running to the beach with Big Al to go surfing. So it's great to catch up. And, uh, you know, I want to get into a, a topic that I think is really relevant for you, you know, and that's, you know, being able to say yes to whatever opportunities happen to come your way. And it seems like that is something that you do pretty smoothly in, in a lot of different directions. Yeah. So I guess you could say I'm kind of a yes girl. Um, when an opportunity arises, I just feel like the need to take it and grasp it and just basically have like all my efforts into it and just go with the flow. Um, I never want to say no to an opportunity because I don't want to miss out on something. So when I say yes, it usually works out with my schedule. And I'm also just pretty flexible with how I live my life, I feel like. So I'm always ready just to just do the damn thing. And <laughs> yeah. And, and these things that you do, they're not small and inconsequential. I mean, you are a pretty high level snowboarder to the tune of maybe going to the Olympics next year. And then you have, you know, sponsorships from a variety of different companies related to sport. And then you also have your hands in, in a number of other projects related to actually uh, government agencies focused on disaster relief. Is that right? Correct. So um, I, you could say that I like to stay busy and um, maybe that I'm even like a risk taker. Um, you know, I say, yes to these opportunities and I, I take the risk. I push myself out of my comfort zone and it's just because I want to like experience so many different things. And I feel like if I didn't say like yes to these opportunities, um, it would be holding me back. And I just want to like continue growing in all aspects of life. So that's why I do so many different things and I'm learning how to like balance it all from being a professional snowboarder to also working, I guess you could say a normal job and um, which is totally different. I'm in a government setting and I'm helping people on a daily basis. And then I'm also trying to also manage 
social media at the same time with that little career path I have going on too. So you could kind of say like, I'm just kind of hustling (laughs) a little bit and just, um, yeah, just basically experiencing like any door that opens my way. And I feel like that's just how I like to live my life. And you do it pretty authentically. I, I think having known you and your family for a long time, you know, I'm a little bit biased just by sort of the authentic, genuine nature that we have when we interact, but I see it, you know, and not being a social media expert in any way, I see it peppered through, you know, what you put out into the world. Uh, you know, it feels very much like the summer that I know. And I am curious about if that's a, if that's something you actively have to pay attention to in terms of, you know, how you're showing up, or are you just letting yourself sort of uh, arrive into the social media world loose and, and, and organically, or whether you have to put much effort into it? I would definitely say I'm, I'm a little loose, um, but I always just try to like make sure that I stay like authentic to myself and that I'm always like my true self. Um, I use Instagram. The reason why I started using it was just so that my family and friends could see what I'm up to. I wanted to share like my experiences from like traveling all around the globe for snowboarding and, um, or just maybe my day-to-day routine. And I just wanted to be able to share that with people. And so I feel that with my like social media, I always just want to show people who I am. Like, this is the real me. And um, so when I do brand collaborations, like I also try to stay like very in line to like my values. And I also want to make sure that the brands that I do represent also align with my values as well, because I don't want to be promoting something or someone that I don't believe in or support. Like I want to have like kind of the same values that I have because um, I want people to see that. Yeah. I think that comes through and and it is awesome to occasionally see one of your family members arrive in your Instagram feed is uh, obviously family is, is something that's super important to you. Yeah. My family is everything to me. They are my day ones. They're the people that support me the most. Um, without them, I would not be where I am today with snowboarding um, with like the values that they have instilled with me with education and being like, Hey, Summer, you need to get straight A's in school or you need to go to college and you're still going to snowboard like at the same time, like you can do it. We have your back. And um, or just them like, you know, my mom and dad have always like told me just to be like proud of who I am and like where I come from. And with all those values that like my family has taught me, like it's definitely like brought me to where I am today. And I couldn't be like more grateful for them. Yeah, the whole family just breaks trail in whatever direction seems to be the the one to go in. And and it's it's awesome because you know, you live that multidimensionality that this whole show is all about, from you know, being a pro athlete to having a college education to you know being grounded and 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 being influential and then also you know giving back. And and I'm curious about how does one go from a pro snowboarding career and one you're still involved in and then shifting into doing disaster relief work for the government. I'm going to be honest with you. When I saw that I was searching around online and I saw that there's some openings and 
I thought that this job would be perfect for me. I wanted to use my communications degree. I also um, really wanted to help people. And um, that was something that I always told myself, like, if I pick a career, like, other than snowboarding, like, I want to be able to give back to people. And this is my way of doing it. And um, I was super scared to even submit my application. I wasn't even sure if, I don't know, I guess I was scared for like a new, a new path in my life, or I guess you could say just like an added path to my life. Um, and then I, you know, I was like, you know what, what's the worst that can happen? And so I clicked that submit button. Um, I got an interview and um, I've been getting called to disasters ever since. And it's been an amazing experience. Um, I like it a lot because it challenges me. I get to work in a completely different environment than snowboarding. It's obviously a lot more professional and, um, but I get to learn a lot. Um, it's challenging. I learn a lot. I get to help people and it's something that I actually really enjoy and I'm pretty passionate about. And the best thing about it is that I'm still able to pursue my snowboarding career and like go after those goals and dreams. Um, the part of like the type of program I'm on um, with this type of work is that I'm a reservist. So that means that I'm on call, but I also get um, 90 days where I could say, you cannot call me. So I use that for the winter. And the other times I kind of just hope that a disaster doesn't happen. Um, I feel really bad for anyone who's been affected by disasters. And um, so, yeah. And so from the, the skills and the experiences you had prior to, to showing up at this agency, you know, what did you find translated well and was really useful uh, to start working with people in, in disasters? Um, it's kind of interesting because I was able to use my communication skills that I've gained through snowboarding and uh, talking to sponsors and brands. And then I was able to translate that with um, the job I have now where I basically um, communicate with media, media on a daily basis. And um, they are, the emails are definitely different. They're um, not as casual or fun or loving or friendly, but um, the emails now like with work, it's still along the same lines. Like you're emailing them and um, I don't know, I was able to just use some of the same skills that I use for snowboarding there. And then maybe I also have still a snowboarding mindset when I'm going into the workplace. Um, and so when I'm at work, like I give it my 100%, I'm willing to learn, I'm willing to take risk and like challenge myself and just keep like an open mind. And I guess, I mean, I wouldn't say open heart, uh, maybe, yeah, just an open mind to things that I can learn with work. Yeah, I think that that interplay between the different worlds and, and that there's stuff that crosses over and um, and not people shouldn't be hesitant to sort of to jump because you're often more prepared than you think. And and then maybe on the flip side, you know, being in that new environment, uh, any moments of, oh, boy, uh, I am not ready for this. And if so, then what did you do about it? Um, when I feel that I'm not ready for something, I kind of just, 
I take a step back, I breathe for a second and I think about like, okay, how can I better myself or um, what type of questions can I ask? Um, I've definitely learned that there's no wrong question and I'm a big, like, I'm a big person that like will always ask questions because I want to make sure that I'm doing um, my work right. And so I feel like as long as you just keep asking questions and willing to have an open mind to like learning new things um, that you'll like, you'll be okay. And I think like when you do take that risk, whether it's in snowboarding or work, um, when you take that risk, like, and everything works out, it's, it's a great feeling. Yeah. So it's, you know, I hear it. It's important to take risks, to leap, to try different paths. And then also that there's, there's allies, there's resources, there's people there along the way to, to help if you're willing to ask the right questions or even to ask any questions. Exactly. Um, there's always like, I mean, I've been, I feel like pretty lucky. Like I've had some good mentors in my life and, um, I'm also just not afraid to ask, ask questions. And I always tell, um, my bosses or supervisors, I'm like, Hey, I'm going to be asking you a lot of questions. So I hope you don't mind. And they actually, I think, enjoy that. I ask them questions because it shows that, I want to learn more and like at least do my work better. Yeah, it's a good quality. And and you're also not afraid to to change directions into into you know, pivot or even go backwards temporarily. So, you know, what I would mean by that is, you know, you were telling me that that you had basically decided you weren't going to do any more contests, etc., and then something changed, you know, over the winter where you where you entered a couple, right? Yes. So, um, the last two years I've kind of taken a step back from contest. Um, I felt that like I just needed a better mindset and, um, I wasn't doing so well in my contest and it was kind of like a downer on myself and maybe like I lost a little bit of like confidence in myself. And, um, so I decided that, you know, I'm going to, take a little step back. I'm probably going to do maybe one contest a year. Um, I'm going to see what other like aspects of snowboarding I could explore. And because of that, I started like filming like a lot of stuff in the backcountry. I've gotten to like travel like to India and like Japan for snowboarding. And um, I've also even started filming in the streets, which is something that's totally new to me. Um, I have so much respect for anyone that films it's it's a lot of like hard work and dedication that goes into it and um so I've been like just kind of trying a lot of new things and like enjoying all aspects of snowboarding and um because of that I don't know what happened like maybe it was COVID or something I don't know but this season I just was watching like the tv of some contests and I was like you know what like I think I could be there again. Like I haven't trained in two years, but like, I think I have it. And like, I don't know, there's just something in me that just knew that like, I want to give it another go. And I think if I didn't give it another go, I didn't want to think about it later in life. And I didn't want to like regret, like not going for it. So, um, I called up some people and I was like, Hey, I want to start competing again. And they're like, all right, like, kind of need to prove yourself. And I was like, okay. And so in the past, like someone telling me I had to prove myself, I would maybe feel a lot of pressure. 
Uh, but this time around, I learned how to like deal with the pressures around me. And honestly, the thing that helped the most was I've been doing so much yoga in the morning and um, like five minute meditation after yoga. And that's like really helps like calm my nerves. And um, I don't know, it just like gave me like this confidence and self-esteem that like I could get back into it. Like I could relearn all my like hard tricks again. Like I got this. And um, so I competed at the first Olympic qualifier stop for um, next year's China Olympics or the Olympics in China. And um, I actually am ranked fourth American and they take four uh, girls on the Olympic team. So um, obviously that was a good feeling. And I think I just went into it with like a clear headspace and I just like knew what I wanted to do. And I really just focused on myself and being in that moment. And even the day of the contest, I, I was just so happy to be there and just so stoked. Like I probably like even was like, woo <laughs> or something like that. And I was having a great day. So it's, it's always good when it works out. And, um, I just hope to keep progressively like moving forward with that. That was so good to hear you unlock it. And, uh, you know, I wanted to ask a little bit about, you know, times if they have happened where, where people try to box you in or try to narrow you or niche you, you know, when you obviously have a lot of experience and desire to go in all these different directions and, you know, do people try to try to pin you in? And if so, what do you do to, what do you do to kind of keep them at bay and, and keep moving forward? Um, you know, because I know that, you know, as time goes by, people could say, oh, well, you know, you're no longer a contest snowboarder or gosh, you know, how are you going to, how are you going to ride in the streets? Or, you know, they don't always have the same belief system that it's possible. So how do you combat that? I proved them wrong. <laughs> um, no, I think what I do is I just, I don't know. I just don't let, I've been learning not to let other people's opinions get in my way of things. Um, I'm going to do like what makes me happy, um, what I'm passionate about and like what brings me joy. And so like, let's say like, I don't feel like doing half pipe training that day, but I want to ride slope style. I'm not going to feel guilty about riding jumps and rails all day. Um, I think it's just about doing like what you want to do, like what you love, what brings you joy. And I think things will unfold like when you're going down that type of path and you can't let anyone stop you from like going forward and like being like your true self and doing what you love. True that. And uh, with the work that you've been doing with disasters, is that something that you see yourself doing more of or, um, or do you see a new path because of that experience that you would like to go explore? Um, that is a great question. Um, right now I'm trying to learn how to balance both a little bit more um, as, I don't know, there's something weird going on with the world. I think it's climate change, but um just there's been so many disasters lately and I'm working more than I'm used to. And sometimes that means like having a late start to my snowboarding season, unfortunately. And, um, but because of that, and I feel like because of like how much I do end up working in the off season now, 
every time I'm on my board, I think I ride even harder because I really appreciate having that time on my snowboard. And I don't know if I'm going to get called in the next day. So it's kind of like, just like living life to the fullest while you can, um, because tomorrow's never guaranteed. Fantastic. And so look, Summer, I want to wish you all the best in whatever happens with the Olympics. And uh, thank you for the work that you're doing, helping communities with their disasters. And also for coming on this show and, and staying in my life. Um, it's been a long time since we've known each other and it's fantastic to, to get to sync up and have a conversation like this uh, on this podcast. So I want to thank you so much for showing up today. Thank you so much for having me. It's been really fun. All right. All the best. All right. Bye.